Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another riveting episode of The Dictionary. Uh, Check out the show notes. There's a lot of stuff in there for you to do and check out and think about and, you know, do. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, at DictionaryPod. Personal is at Spejampar, S-P-E-J-A-M-P-A-R. Email is DictionaryPod at gmail.com. Find this on YouTube. Go join the Patreon if you want to give me a few bucks a month. You can get episodes early. There's a Google Voice number where you can call it and you can leave a message. You can say something about something that happened or something that's coming up. Maybe you want to talk about a word in the letter D section and you really, really love it. You want to tell me what you think? Maybe I'll put it in an episode if I get it early enough. Um, there are some other things that I can't think of at the moment other than merchandising. So, uh, just quickly have to say that at the time that I am recording this, it is the day after, it's May 3rd, 2022. It is the day after the uh, leaked document from the Supreme Court came out about Roe v. Wade. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but other than the fact to say I really, 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 really hope that Roe v. Wade does not get overturned um, and it's, oh God, it's just so frustrating because the people who are making these decisions are making these decisions based on ridiculous ideas. That's my opinion. Uh, I think the majority of people agree with me. Um, yeah, it's a problem. This is, this is bad, real bad. Um, and we knew that this might happen six, five and a half years ago. This was definitely a thing that might be happening. So, hey, go out and vote and do something, please. All right. On that note, let's talk about this last section of page 307 in this very large dictionary book. The first word is curveball, noun from 1936. A slow or moderately fast cur- uh, no, moderately fast baseball pitch thrown with spin to make it swerve downward and usually to the left when thrown from the right hand or to the right when thrown from the left hand. I don't know how or why this happens, but it is, it's physics. Based on the way that the stitching on the baseball is, and based on the way that the person throws it, uh, the the stitching has to be in their hand in a certain way, and then they have to curve their hand in a certain way. Uh, It's fascinating that this will happen, but this is science. It's it's real life. Um, Yeah, it's just very cool. How much it will curve, I'm not sure. Maybe I will find a, a YouTube clip or something that you can you can watch it happen in real time. Curveball is also a verb. Next is curve fitting. Two words, noun from 1902. The empirical determination of a curve or function that approximates a set of data or data. Curve fitting. It's very mathy. I don't quite understand it. 
I feel like I've done that before. Sounds way too much like a talking to a baby. All right. Uh, Next is the first form of curvet. C-U-R-V-E-T. Noun from 1575. A prancing leap of a horse in which the hind legs are raised just before the forelegs touch the ground. Prancing leap of a horse. The hind legs are raised just before the forelegs. So they uh, they leap with the forelegs and right before the legs, the front legs hit the ground, the back legs leap up as well. Did I get that right? Maybe I did. A curvet. Uh, curvet, sorry. Uh, this is Italian, or it is from the Italian corvetta, which is... Uh, which is from the Middle French courbet, from courbet, which means to curve. Also from the Latin cur- curvare, which I assume also is curving. So it's it's all about the, the body of the horse gets very curved because it goes up and down and then up again. Uh, yeah, so it's a, a curvette. Next word is the second form of curvette. Intransitive verb from 1592, to make a curvet, and then also the synonyms prance and caper. Can a human make a curvet? How would a human do one? I mean, you could get on all fours and go up with your arms and then go up with your legs, but that's probably really hard to do. But Or you could just prance. Prancing is fine, too. Hubba-boo-boo. Next is curvilinear. Curvilinear. It's funny because we have curve and line in there. Curvilinear. Adjective from 1696. One, consisting of or bounded by curved lines. And then also represented by a curved line. What would this be? Number two, marked by a flowing tracery. I have no idea what a tracery is, but we have an example. Curvilinear Gothic. So I think this is talking about architecture, probably. Curvilinearity is a noun and a great, great word. Curvilinearity. Yeah, it's just from the Latin curvus and linea. So it's curve and line. Next is cushet. Cushet? Cushet. I think that's how you would say it. C-U-S-H-A-T. Noun from before the 12th century. And this is chiefly Scottish. That's why I don't know how to say it. The synonym is wood pigeon. Wood pigeon? It's a pigeon made out of wood? Or is it a pigeon that lives in the tree? What is a wood pigeon? I don't know, but I do know that it is a cushet. Next is cushaw. C-U-S-H-A-W. Cushaw. Noun from 1698. A squash of any of several cultivars of winter squash. The species names are 
Curcurbita argirosperma, and then also Curcurbita mixta, and Curcurbita moscata. Moschata. The origin of this is unknown. Kusha. Kusha. Squash? Squash? Kushquash. No, no, it didn't work. Next we have Cushing's disease. Two words. Cushing's is with a capital C and apostrophe S. Noun from circa 1935. Cushing's syndrome, especially when caused by excessive production of ACTH by the pituitary gland. So uh, if your pituitary gland is like, hey, I got to make a lot of ACTH, then uh, you might get Cushing's syndrome, which could lead to Cushing's disease. And this is from Harvey Cushing. So, uh, well, I would guess that it doesn't say that he's a doctor or anything. So I have to assume that he is the one who, uh, the first one who had this that they named it. They named it after him. He had it, but maybe people had it before. But yeah. So next we have Cushing's Syndrome, if you were confused about that. Let's get a little bit more information. Noun from 1937. An abnormal bodily condition that is caused by excess corticosteroids and especially cortisol, usually from adrenal or pituitary hyperfunction and is characterized especially by obesity, hypertension, muscular weakness, and easy bruising. So your pituitary gland, your adrenal glands, they might be functioning too much, hyperfunctioning, they're overactive, and then so you could get uh, lots of cortisol, lots of corticosteroids in your body, not good, and then, yeah, obese, hypertension, muscular weakness, and easy bruising, those are all symptoms, and then it could uh, could lead to Cushing's disease. How do you do it? How do you take care of this? You probably got to take some drugs to chill out the adrenal glands and pituitary glands. Next is cushion. First form, noun from the 14th century. One. There's a lot of definitions for cushion. One, a soft pillow or pad, usually for sitting, reclining, or kneeling. Two, a bodily part resembling a pad. This must be more than likely, this is probably your butt. Your butt is a cushion because it's like a pad. Number three, something resembling a cushion as 3A, the number two definition for the word pillow. 3B, it is the number three definition for the word rat. Hmm, rat. 3C, a pad of springy rubber along the inside of the rim of a billiard table. 
it's uh, I didn't realize there was springy rubber in there. But yeah, the edge, the wall of the billiard table, it sort of uh, angles out a little bit. And uh, yeah, I guess it's uh, it's just a springy rubber in there. So it's um, it's easier to to bounce the balls off of it. Make those bank shots. 3D, a padded insert in a shoe. So you get you get some you get some padding in there, so it's more cushiony, uh, and it's it's easier on your joints if you can walk on some cushiony stuff. Three E, an elastic body for reducing shock. What sort of elastic body are we talking about? Reducing shock. Yes, that's kind of like the shoe thing. You're re- reducing the shock in the body, but I still don't know what this elastic body is. 3F, a mat laid under a large rug to ease the effect of wear. Uh, there's a rug next to me. I don't know if we have a cushion under it. We probably should, but we might not. Um, it, in addition to uh, easing the effects of wear, it might also uh, stop the rug from sliding around, create some friction. For a something as an economic factor or a medical procedure, serving to mitigate the effects of disturbances or disorders. Cushion, something, um, hmm, disturbances or disorders, I'm trying to think, something as an economic factor or medical procedure. Hmm, interesting. What sort of disturbances or disorders are these? Cushion, I guess if you, I don't know, Moving on, 4B, a reserve supply uh, as of money. A reserve supply as of money. So your savings account, that would be a reserve supply of money. So you have a little cushion. If you lose your job or have an unexpected expense, uh, then you need a bit of a cushion so you can cover it. Not a lot of people have this. Most people don't. This is why our economic system is all screwed up, because some people think that's fine. It is not fine. Some people can't afford anything. They just are constantly living in debt. I don't even know a whole lot about this, but I know that it's true, and we need more people to realize this. Uh, We got to fix it. 4C, a comfortable lead, as in a 4-0 cushion in the ninth inning. Again, it's just a thing. You make it feel a little bit better. You you can you can spare to lose a little bit and you're still okay. It's a cushion. Cushionless is an adjective. Cushiony is also an adjective. Uh, this is from the Latin coxa. I didn't go through all of the different languages, but it leads down to Latin coxa, which means hip. Uh, hip is your maybe your hips your butt is by your hips and that's where you got some cushion on your body so maybe that's how it is related to that second form of cushion is a verb from circa 1738 Uh, let's see I think it is only transitive one to seat or place on a cushion oh can you please uh, cushion that cat. 
the cat will very much love it to be cushioned on that cushion. Two, to suppress by ignoring. Three, to furnish with a cushion, as in a cushioned seat. I need a cushioned seat. I don't really like sitting on hard things. I don't know who does. 4a, to mitigate the effects of, as in trying to cushion the blow. That could be, I guess, a physical hit, but more than likely it's, uh, if you learn something bad, uh, maybe you can cushion the blow or, yeah, yeah. 4b, to protect against force or shock, as in cushion the ride. I once was on a roller coaster, and it was not cushioned. There were some turns that were very jarring, and you very easily, your head would smack around a lot. I think I hit my head a couple of times just from doing these really tight turns, and uh, I was there at maybe eighth grade uh, on like a school trip, and one of the uh, one of my peers, one of the other people there was on that ride, and I think his ear actually started bleeding because of this ride. It was so jarring. It needed some cushion. Number five, to check gradually so as to minimize shock of moving parts. Next is Cushitic. Cushitic. Capital C-U-S-H-I-T-I-C. Noun from circa 1903. A subfamily of the Afro-Asiatic language family comprising various languages spoken in Eastern Africa and especially in Ethiopia, Djibouti, Somalia, and Kenya. And Cushitic is also an adjective. So this is from Kush with a C, and then in parentheses, or I can also say in curves, it's Kush with a K, uh, and that is a, I would assume a region in Africa. It just says Kush Africa. Uh, so is it a region? I don't think it's a country. It must be this whole eastern region of Africa. Ethiopia, Djibouti, Somalia, and Kenya. And they speak uh, the Cushitic Afro-Asiatic languages. We have one more word for this episode. It is cushy. C-U-S-H-Y. Adjective from... 1915, entailing little hardship or difficulty, as in a cushy job with a high salary. That is what most people are going for. They want to do the least amount of work, the easiest job, and make the most money. Most people want that. And uh, yeah, I understand it. I get it. I also think that there's a lot of um, satisfaction in a job where you're not making as much money, but you are maybe working harder, but you are doing something very important, and you can you can see that you are making a difference in some way, and I think that's pretty great too. Cushily is an adverb. This is from. Uh, not a lot of information, but it is from the Hindi Kush, spelled K-H-U-S, 
also the Urdu Kush, which is K-H-U-S-H, also from the Persian Kush, which is K-H-U-S-H. I want to know how they use this word in their languages. Kush, Kush, uh, it probably still means entailing little hardship or difficulty because it doesn't say what their words mean in English. All right, so today we had curveball, curve fitting, curvette. Oh, it's been so long since I read these words. What are they? Okay, curvette, curvette, curvilinear, uh, cushet. I think I said it right. Cushaw, Cushing's disease, Cushing's syndrome, cushion, cushion, cushitic, and cushy. Cushy, cushy, cushy. All right, what are we gonna pick? Um, let's see. There's that, and there's that. Uh, well, I mean, maybe the most fun would be curvette, a prancing leap of a horse. I don't know. How do you sing a song about curvette? Curvette, curvette, the horse is curvetting. Yeah, that's fine. Um. Let's see, what am I watching? We've been watching the fourth season of Mrs. Maisel. We watched a movie that I've heard is good called With Nail and I. And uh, I don't know, maybe I need to see it again. It was it was weird. I don't know. I didn't love it. Uh, if you have feelings about that movie, let me know. Um, yeah, wasn't... I didn't know. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know anything about it. But uh, yeah, didn't uh, didn't uh, didn't hit me. Didn't strike me in that way. I don't know. It was just a little odd for me. Okay, I think that's fine for this episode. I appreciate you listening. Uh, come talk to me. Tag me in a thing if you wanted to post a thing. Uh, yeah, that's good. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.